drop the dishes and let's get jacked. What? Welcome everyone to another episode of the Mere Mortal Book Reviews. As you might surmise here on this very podcast, we do review books. And what have we got today? Well, we have got Picnic in the Storm by Yukiko Motoya, translated by Asa Yoneda. So this book was published in 2018, 209 pages in length. I'd say it took me five hours of reading to get through. It's not super dense, the pages themselves. Uh, maybe what, um, 20, 20 something lines per page. And there's a lot of space on these pages. So you'll fly through it pretty quick. It's a set of 11 stories, uh, which I'm just trying to see if they've got a list at the front here. They don't. Oh yeah, here we go. So The Lonesome Bodybuilder, Fitting Room, Typhoon, I Called You By Name, An Exotic Marriage, Paprika Joe, How To Burden The Girl, The Women, Q&A, The Dogs, The Straw Husband. And so we get through all of those pretty quickly. So it'd be what, like 30 pages, a uh, a short story, something like that. Although there is one big one called An Exotic Marriage, which takes up about the third of the book, I would say. So yeah, varying length of these uh, short stories. They somewhat remind me of The X-Files. Uh, if you've uh, ever watched that show, I never particularly watched it, but I've got snippets over the years of what that was. Or if you're an Australian, here's a, a reference for you. Round the Twist, which was these kind of paranormal activities. They weren't straight horror, but they did have elements of danger to them. And these stories are somewhat like that. They, they take these kind of real life situations and then they have this absurd twist to it. Sometimes it's just absurd for the sake of being absurd. And then other times you're like, oh, geez, this, this stuff scares me. And this sort of, sort of stuff has always scared me. Around the Twist, for example, that show, <laughs> I could not watch it, even though I'd just be like, a, a, a stuffed fox that comes to life or something it's just creepy it's weird it's you know it's just something's off it's it's like the um uh the uncanny uncanny valley with uh robots and how we're getting into like people's faces and it's like it kind of looks like them but it's not exactly perfect so you're a bit creeped out this is what this book is about so what are the sort of things in it here well we'll have a a story about a, a woman uh, a woman whose husband is made of straw and everyone's kind of like just okay with it but he's like slowly losing his straw we'll have these couples who become too similar and so they meld into this kind of like one snake eating its own tail or a boris uh type of deal we've got a brutal evil gang which comes and like kills this uh lady's children and they fight it off all the time turns out these children were actually like her incest children with her husband uh a slash father and the the evil gang is directed by her like evil stepmother and it's like oh, okay what the fuck <laughs> uh there's these f- flying umbrella people who get caught in a typhoon and they just fly off with their umbrellas mostly first person point of view so we're in this kind of character's mind and the the characters are usually women from what i recall in the book uh, although they're sometimes men as well and yeah you're just kind of like thrust into the deep end of uh really quickly rapidly into into the uh into the story itself so what are some of the, I guess, like questions, themes that might come from this? Well, they are all short stories, so you're not getting too deep into anything. What I did get me thinking about was just creativity in general. So they're, they're extremely creative because they're basically a, just a normal everyday life situation. You know, like woman goes to work um, or woman is bored and needs to do something or, you know, uh, relations with uh you know you're talking to this elderly neighbor and then you find out like oh her cat is peeing all the time and you know this is causing troubles and things like this so the the th- the twist is 
she adds something to it you know something something's just a, a bit off or a lot off and yet the people just kind of go along with it and it did get me thinking like you know does this happen in our everyday lives and, and we don't notice it and this might be why people will claim to see ghosts and things like this and, and maybe I'm like I'm not one of those people who really believe in that but am I just ignoring these things that sh- I probably should if I like really sat down and analyzed I'd go you know what, that is really weird. That is just such a strange thing to happen. Um, you know, why am I in this gym with all of these people around me? I don't know really any of them. And there's music playing and we're all just like lifting these arbitrary weights and doing these weird things with our bodies. Like what the hell's going on here? And I think you can get examples of this when you go traveling. So I've traveled to Japan before and that's a pretty bizarre place. There's a lot of things there which you'll see like, wait, this, this, you know, this wouldn't happen in my own country. You know, for example, you'd be out late at night, there's no cars on the road and there'll be someone waiting for the pedestrian crossing to change and the lights to change. And they're just so, you know, can kind of like conformist, if you want to put it one way or uh, adhering to the rules in a more, perhaps more positive light where they won't cross the road until the until the light changes and it's just a social norm there whereas here in australia be like oh yeah whatever i'll just cross the road there's no point in waiting like why am i waiting for no reason so you get all of these things where you think okay is this a cultural thing perhaps you know if if i went to um syria would they do some things that are completely bizarre and i think you would see that but it wouldn't defy the laws of physics (laughs) which is what happens a lot in here uh especially with you know people flying off in the typhoon and you know, with their umbrellas and and things like that but but it did have that mix as well where it was like this creativity of uh um of of the author as well where it just made me think like man i, I would not be able to come up with a story like this i would not be able to think of a you know a lonesome body it's such a simple concept the the thing that drew me to this book the lonesome bodybuilder um which was the first story uh, was about this woman who's just like bored and and decides to get jacked. She just gets ripped, like fucking ripped. And so there's so many just funny, like weird, wacky events in here, which are weird and wacky for varying reasons. Some because they're physically impossible uh, and defy the laws of gra- gravity. Others, it's just because, you know, that's just because that's the norm. And I, I really could imagine in the future, if we're living in a more technological society or even through our, uh, you know, VR headsets and things like that, where it's just normal to see, you know, a 50 foot monster walking around the streets and you interact with the, the monster somehow uh, because it's just a person cosplaying as a monster. I, I could 100% see all of those sorts of things happening. So really cool. I, I did enjoy that aspect of, uh, of the, the themes, I guess, what arose, the questions in my mind. Now, let's just jump onto the author, Yukiko Motoya, extremely talented lady. So, she's a novelist, playwright, theater director, voice actor, you know, she's, she's won all these things. And, you know, I, I saw the picture in the back, which is the picture you'll see on your screen right now. And, um, you know, I, was, I, I just looked at it. I, I didn't actually read her little bio here. And it's like, uh, was born in Ishikawa Prefecture in Japan in 1979. This this lady is a witch. Look, at, <laughs> I don't know how old that photo is, but I'm pretty sure she's one of those just like, you know, Japanese ladies, Asian ladies who you, you think they're like 23 or 25. And she's like, oh, <laughs> I'm 56. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I kind of believe this, 
this is probably the just like autobiographical stories because she's probably like lived in such a parallel witch world where this is just normal for her you know all these things are <laughs> it's just it's just crazy so yeah check out the, she, if she's not a witch she's at least some sort of pixie okay that's that's how we're going to put it so uh, in, in terms of the actual writing and, and the style, extra details, you know, Japanese writing, I think, is very distinct. I've only read three, maybe four authors, um, a couple of their books. If you go onto the book review channel, a lot of Yukio Mishima, I really like him. Uh, Haruki Murakami, one's done a couple of them. I've read some of his books before, 1Q84, for example. And uh, who else? Uh, Osamu Duzai, No Longer Human. And I think I've read a couple of the older ones, like um, <clears throat> the Samurai Swordsman, but um, I'm forgetting his name off the top. Um, Miyamoto Musashi, something like that. Musashi? Yeah, some, someone like him, uh, which is just very old Japanese, so I won't even count that. But their style is, if I had to put it in one word, I'd say reserved. It's a very reserved style where it's not super extravagant with the words. You feel these characters... Like the emotions that come out of them are not what you'll see in like a Latino book, for example, if you're going to go and read something like Cien Años de Soledad, 100 Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. The characters are completely different. So I think especially when they have a Japanese character, like all of these are, um, are set in Japan, they are the characters reflect the Japanese culture, which is a very reserved culture. They're not going to cross the street unless the sign says them to there's a lot of politeness there's a lot of that wrapped up within this and i think you see this in the writing style as well where you know it's it's kind of interesting when it's on kind of gigantic topics or themes or these just uh, you know things that are actually very emotional connected so uh, yukio mishima for example probably why i like him the most is he tackles these themes which are these you know, grand, like, what is it to be Japanese? The passion, the fire of going out to sea, for example, or, um, you know, having a loved one or uh, not feeling like you're part of society and wanting to burn it all down. And these are the kind of the themes that you'll see in, in all of his books. Um, the Pavilion of the Golden Temple, for example. I think that really works well with their reserve style because you, you get this nice contrast. When it comes to everyday life, yeah, I, I I tend to just go, ah, I don't think this style is, is great for that. So this leads me uh, directly into my kind of like uh, final summary themes. Uh, honestly, I was expecting a whole book on the Lonesome Bodybuilder. That is why I actually picked this out. So when um, I got Picnic in the Storm, I, I knew it was had the Lonesome Bodybuilder in it. And I thought it was like, oh, they just changed the title or something. And it was going to be a whole book on a, a like a lady a middle-aged lady who just decides to get jacked which i really wanted to read about that's the book i wanted to read about and so when it switched over into these other short stories i was kind of confused at first and then i went like ah crap it's a book of short stories which is not my typical read and if you've listened to this channel before you know i'm just not that into short stories i i, I find it really hard to connect with them because they just go so rapidly you can't get into these deeper themes my my themes and questions, for example, that was that was not uh, the typical themes and questions that I'll, I'll talk about. So, um, yeah, look, um, this was no exception. I did find this a bit bland overall. Uh, there's no problem with her creativity. The short stories themselves are really great and the concept she brings up with them, things I would not think of. They're funny, they're humorous, they're interesting, but I just 
couldn't connect with them. I just couldn't get my kind of claws into it and really, really dig into some of the interesting things that were perhaps beneath um, and, and that would be allowed to be explored by, you know, what is going through the mind of a middle-aged lady when she just decides to pick up bodybuilding. I want to know that. I want to know that story. And I just wasn't able to get into it. So uh, overall, you know, there's nothing wrong with her creativity, her writing. It's just the format. The format of short stories is uh, is not my favorite. So Picnic in the Storm by Yukiko Motoya. I'm going to give it a five out of 10. I, c- I can't particularly recommend it. It, it reminds me of Gold's Book of Fish, actually, um, I think is Richard Flanagan uh, in terms of like the really randomness, the things occurring in everyday life, or in, the, in this case, it, it would be a prison setting, but just weird stuff is happening. Um, and that book is different because it is a, a long extended book. Um, so I probably preferred that to, to, to this one here. So that is it for today. Thank you, everyone. And you might notice the change up. So I did ha- really want to experiment with some new things here and uh, basically just make this shorter, more condensed and more easily available for people and perhaps give a bit more passion into my, my book reviews because um, I used to approach it with a more methodical style. So now it's I've got my notes, but they're not as detailed nor as extens- uh, extensive as before. So I do want to give a massive thanks to Cole. Thank you, Cole, my voice actor from the last, what, 10 episodes, something like that. It was a fun go of it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. He's great at doing uh, voice acting, but especially because I'm going to be traveling to Brazil in uh, a month and a half, the, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do the same sort of format, the quotes, taking pictures of the books. I'm going to be using a Kindle or ebook reader, things like that. Uh, it's Yeah, it's just a bit different. So uh, I wanted to keep this shorter, keep this snappier. And uh, Cole, if you do want to know more about that, I, on the Value for Value podcast, you'll see the um, the actual title, the the screenshot for that, um, the thumbnail of that on your screen right now. I'm going to be kicking that off in a week or two, and Cole is going to be helping me out with some more book review quotes there. So if you really enjoyed his voice acting, I'd recommend checking out that channel. I'll give you a reminder in the next week or two when that is out. Uh, just a reminder here, this is a value for value podcast. I really do appreciate you providing value back for the the stuff that I put up front here. You're going to notice there's no ads on this. There's no sponsorships. There's no, uh, you know, book authors asking me to read their books and and me, uh, you know, changing or influencing my thoughts and decisions based on external circumstances, uh, which means I'm doing this all for free, all free up front. And so I just ask that you return that value in some sh- in some shape or form. Obviously, if you're watching the YouTube video, there's easy ways of doing that, liking, subscribing, commenting, sharing, all those those sorts of things are, are really helpful. I want to know your thoughts at home. How could I make this better? If I'm going to do this shorter format, is a synopsis necessary? Do you still think uh, you is that something what you want? What would you want to hear in a book review that would make you go, okay, I, I do want to get this book, even if it's a book which perhaps I, I don't highly rate? I'd, I'd love to know these things. Or if it's a book that I'm not going to love, should I even do a book review on it? All of these sorts of things. How can I make this audio better, the video better, visual elements? Do you want me to still read out quotes like I used to? All these sorts of things. Uh, I, I'd love to know that. I'd also love for you to join me live. So I am live here, 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, I see Andrea, the artist, Andrea Artist, says, thanks, sweetie. I only joined at the end. Ah, that's a that's a shame. And uh, Johnny as well. Hi, hope you're having a good week. I hope you are too, Johnny. I hope you are too. 
Um, yeah, these these book reviews are going to be shorter and snappier. So join me 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, which basically is uh, UTC zero. So wherever you are in the world, you know, you're in Azerbaijan and maybe your time zone is plus five. I'm not actually sure, guessing off the top of my head. Or you're in the you know United States and it's negative 10 or negative six, something like that. From Wednesday midnight, just minus that number and you will be like, oh, Kyron's live on Wednesday evening at this time. Oh, Kyron's live, you know, Thursday morning at this time. So that is how you can join in live. Obviously, you can do it via the uh, Mere Mortals uh, Book Reviews YouTube channel. This is also live on the podcasting app. So if you didn't have access to YouTube for whatever reason and you wanted to just listen to the audio, you can also join in on apps like Fountain, Podverse, uh, Podcast Guru, uh, Curio Caster, True Fans. They're able to to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll leave it here for today. Um, I was just going to say I will be going to Brazil soon. So uh, Johnny has asked, please tell us uh, about your trip when you get back. Are you bringing a book for the plane? I like your longer reviews. Uh, okay, Johnny, thank you. Uh, I will, I'll take that into consideration. Um, I'm, I'm going to try this shorter format for a little bit. And yeah, perhaps when I'm in Brazil and um, have more time, I'll, I'll give you updates. <laughs> don't worry about that because uh, I plan on going for a f- about four months. So uh, I, I don't want to um, leave you hanging that whole time. So uh, thank you everyone for joining me. Shorter updates, but perhaps uh, I can do some other. If you'd like to hear some more different type of content as well, um, please, please let me know. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to uh, expand this book reviews channel as well and perhaps do some other things, experiments. So. We'll leave it there for today. Thank you, everyone. Ciao for now. Karen out. Bye.